You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 120. And today, ladies, I am diving into five key reasons to eat a whole food diet. Now, you know me, I always like to talk to you about the why behind things so that you really understand it. And coming off the cusp of podcast number 117, where I talk to you about the top 11 supplements that women should be you know, consuming, today I wanted to talk to you how you can get some of those supplements, you know, you can get the things that are in those supplements through food and how to cut down on some of the supplements that you're taking. And like I said, the why behind why you should be eating a whole food diet. So not just that, you know, it's going to help you overall, but I give you specific reasons, five specific reasons why you need to be doing it and how it's going to help you. And you'll be surprised eating healthy is not as expensive as you thought. So let's dive in and let's take a look at five key reasons to eat a whole food diet. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to another week. I hope last week was a blessing for you. I hope that you got a lot of self-care and some you know, healthy endeavors in there, you know, that I always say to do small, healthy things every single day. That is what true self-care is about. It's about taking personal responsibility and adding in those five core fundamentals, which are sleep, eating better, drinking more water, reducing stress and exercising and moving your body. Those are the five core fundamentals that you should be doing every single day. And that is the cake and the foundation of true self-care and true self-advocacy because that's where it starts. Those are things that you can control for yourself and do. So I hope that you do those each and every week. Excuse me. So what I wanted to talk to you today was about a simple little topic about one of those five foundational pieces. And I want to give you five key reasons that you should be eating, you know, a whole food diet or trying to stick with a whole food diet or trying to move more into that direction. And part of it is let's, you know, you know, I always try to talk to you and give you resources and give you reasons why, because I feel like if you understand the reasons behind something, even like for myself, then I kind of can resonate with that idea more and kind of push it more in effect if I know why I have to do something or why I need to do something, not why I have to, because like I said, when we're talking about mindset, it's not something that you have to do and we shouldn't look at it as have to do. So strike that from my vocabulary if you will, please. Um, it's something that we get to choose to do. So eating healthy is something that you get to choose to do. And I hope that you would choose to stick to a more whole food nutrition plan after we get done talking about it today. So let's dive in and I'm going to give you those five key reasons why you should be eating a whole food nutritional plan or whole food diet, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So, you know, when I say diet, I mean, overall nutrition. I'm not talking about a fad diet. I'm talking about, you know, just eating, you know, with 
like being mindful about what we eat and eating um, more whole foods and sticking with, you know, 80, 20 plant eating 80% good and 20%. If you want, you can kind of veer off to the beaten path if you want to. But one of the reasons is, is because, you know, I wanted to talk to you is that the term whole foods, you know, it's thrown around a lot these days. You hear it everywhere. You can read about it. It's, it's a term that's Googled all the time. And, you know, by definition, we may think, okay, whole food, we really understand what that means. But most of us are not aware that whole foods are the way and they pertain to health and wellness. Okay. And the exact definition is somewhat obscured. Okay. So a whole food is any food product that remains in its natural form. It's free of artificial additives, preservatives, or other man-made ingredients. For examples, it includes fruits and vegetables. So to me, a whole food is anything that doesn't have a label on it. Okay. Like an apple does not have a nutrition label on it. An orange doesn't, a cucumber doesn't, you know, a green bell pepper doesn't. So it's those type of things. Anything that you find in a package or that you find in, well, I wouldn't say that because packages, frozen foods can just be fruits and vegetables, frozen state. So I take that back. Those are fine. And even sometimes in canned goods, there is a label on it, but it can be considered a whole food because it's a, it's a vegetable in a can. So vegetables are much more nutritious. I mean, if you're going to look at fruits and vegetables in a can, most of the time it's the vegetables that are better for you because a lot of times when they put fruit into a can, they add syrups and sugars and different things like that. So, you know, stick to that. But anyways, the mainstream diet, which I call the sad American diet of today's society has significantly, and I mean significantly straight from a whole foods approach. Many of the food products that y'all consume are a far cry from their original form. They can be loaded with harmful preservatives and added with sweeteners such as sugars, you know, artificial, you know, flavorings and colorings and, um, core and, you know, fruit, high fructose corn syrup and all those other things that are really not good for us. There is undoubtedly, ladies, a correlation between this type of diet and the prevalence of many chronic health conditions such as obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, hyperlipidemia, which is, you know, elevated cholesterol, you know, auto a rise on autoimmune diseases, hormonal imbalance and fluctuations, including, you know, can mess up your periods, give you breast tenderness, can make your periods heavier, all those type of things in, increase. Like I said, big category is autoimmune things for women. It can affect your thyroid. It can affect your gut. It can affect inflammation in your body. And we're going to talk about that. So today that's why I wanted to discuss five reasons why if you have a diet or nutrition that is centered around whole foods is a vastly superior way of fueling your body with the nutrients it needs to function properly. Because you always know that I say, and I tell you that what you put on the end of your fork can either make or break you. Okay. Your body's need for food is primarily from, you know, from a very simplistic standpoint, cellular standpoint is that your cells need nutrients. That's it. Okay. So where do they get those nutrients? They get the nutrients from food, but they have to get it from the proper type of food because your cells know whole food. They don't know all that processed stuff because your body wasn't designed to function on that stuff. Okay. Your body was designed to function on whole foods, water, and all the good things. All right. So number one, one of the determinants of over of overly processed foods is a significant reduction in the full nutrient content available in their natural form. 
Okay, so in other words, to lengthen shelf life and improve taste, valuable nutrients are stripped away and they're replaced with other things. Given that whole foods are consumed in their purest form, they provide your body with a multitude of vitamins and minerals you would otherwise be deprived of by opting for processed alternatives. Because of their inferior state of food today, many individuals rely on vitamin supplementations and pharmaceutical products to fill the void. In reality, these nutrients are meant to be provided by diet alone. Whole foods are a great way to avoid this resilience. So here's the thing. We all do need supplementation because even if you are eating healthy, and I don't want to say like that you don't need any supplementation because you do. The ground that all of our food and our, and our stuff is grown in today has grossly become less minerally dense and th for things to grow in. So we're losing nutritional value in our food from the get-go. So even though we are eating, or if you are eating a good, healthy nutritional plan of whole foods, you do still need to supplement. And here's where you need to supplement. It's not because the whole food nutrition plan that you're eating or diet that you're eating is missing things. Okay. What it is, is that we as humans are not consuming everything that we need to consume on a daily basis. Okay. So for instance, different cells need different nutrients from different fruits and vegetables. All right. And we are not all eating all that every single day. None of us, I don't think really eat from the rainbow and get the 17, the 15 to 17, you know, cups of fruits and vegetables that we need or servings in a day. Most of us are not doing that because we just don't have the time to consume all of that food. All right. And when we are choosing fruits and vegetables, most of us are just sticking to one particular type of fruit or vegetable. And I've talked about this before. You know, if you have, if your palate happens to love just, you know, broccoli and that's all you eat is broccoli at nighttime with your dinner, then you're missing out on the nutrients from green beans. You're missing out on the nutrients from spinach. You're missing out on all those other nutrients that are provided in all those other fruits and vegetables. Okay. If you happen to have your staple, like mine is apples and oranges. <clears throat> They're easy for me to take to work. I can, I can slice them. I can dice them. I can do all this kind of stuff. I don't have, I don't stick to a ton of variety sometimes. And that's, you know, not, you know, a bad thing, but you have to, you have to bridge the gap between what you are eating to what you should be eating. All right. And that's where supplements come in. And we talked about that, like in episode, um, I think it was 117. I talked about, you know, the supplements that you need, 11 best supplements for women that you need, because we need to supplement our diet from what we are, what we are eating to what we're not eating. And we all should be eating a rainbow of fruits and vegetables every single day. And since I don't do that, you know, I talk a lot about, and I share and I endorse Juice Plus because it's fruits and vegetables from over, you know, many different varieties of fruits and vegetables in a capsule form. So it's really easy for me to just open them up, sprinkle them into my protein drink in the morning, or just, you know, swallow them down with a glass of water during the day if I don't happen to have my smoothie. And I'm bridging the gap from, you know, my apples and my oranges to, you know, all the other fruits and berries that are in Juice Plus. So I don't have to worry about going to the grocery store and buying from every single category. I just take my Juice Plus. So that's where supplements come into form. It's not that, you know, I don't, we don't need them and that we should be getting everything from our food sources. It's because we're not, but we should be trying to, for the most part, getting as much as we can. Okay. I'm saying as much as we can from our food sources first, and then supplementing on top of that, because that's where we're going to boost all that stuff. And the more whole foods you eat, no matter whether they're grown in poor soil or not, 
the body knows those nutrients. Okay. And like I talk about, try to get the dirty dozen shop for the stuff that's on there that says dirty, that you need to buy organic, try to buy those products organically. And then the ones that are not on there, then go ahead and feel free to, you know, shop non-organic with those. Because, you know, of the ones that are dirty, you really, those are the ones that are sprayed highly with pesticides and, you know, sometimes they're genetically modified. So those are the ones that you really want to try to stick to organic forms. Okay. Moving on now, you know, as a society, we have an inherent dependence on sugar. Okay. And that's, that's done on purpose. Okay. Because they want to get us hooked on sugar so that we keep on craving it and wanting it. And I, I don't know if I used to, I did a podcast a long time ago about how sugar is like heroin to your brain. The more you consume it, the more you want it. Okay. Many food products today contain a huge amount of added sugar. They disguise it in many forms. And this is accomplished by using any number of overly complicated names often found on the label. Just because a product may not specifically list sugar within the ingredients list, it is still most likely present under a different name. Okay. And you can Google different names of sugar fructose, high, high fructose corn syrup, you know, all different kinds of labels it is disguised under. It is also common knowledge that sugar is a key player in the development of numerous health health conditions. While even foods, ladies, in their natural form can still contain sugar, all right, I want you to know that, that even foods in their natural state contain sugar, the actual amount is significantly reduced. When comparing a whole food to its processed counterpart, it is easy to identify the difference in taste. Food manufacturers use sugar addiction to their advantage. Like I said, they use it to their advantage, knowing that the sweeter and more satisfying the product they make is the faster it will fly off the shelves and the more that you're going to consume it and over and over and over again. Okay. Because that's just, it's a known scientific fact that that's what sugar does to our bodies. It's like, you know, like I said, heroin for our brain. So another negative aspect of overly processed foods is that they usually have a marked reduction in fiber content. So given that fiber has the ability to cause us to feel full more quickly, a lack of fiber is often responsible for overeating. Okay. Furthermore, ladies, consuming a diet that is, that is adequate in fiber is essentially good for digestive health. So if you also remember from podcast 117, I talked about fiber as a prebiotic and that it is needed in order for probiotics to work because probiotics feed on prebiotics and fiber is a great source of prebiotic. So instead of necessarily having to go and take a prebiotic supplement, you can get fiber into your diet. And fruits and vegetables have a lot of fiber in them. Okay, so by sticking to whole foods, you ri your risk of overeating and excessive caloric consumption is reduced, okay? Because it's not filled with garbage that, that propensates you wanting to eat more garbage. Empty processed foods are slower to trigger the brain into realizing you have eaten enough, which you can quickly lead to overeating and can quickly lead to weight gain, okay? So, you know, it just does. You eat the sugar it's not fulfilling. It tells you you need more. You go back and you, and you eat more. Okay. Like when a lot of times, like, you know, when you're hungry, you reach for, Oh, I just, I have that craving for like a, a candy bar, or I'm going to go eat a, a bag of chips, or I'm going to eat this. And when you eat that stuff, especially when you eat candy, like a candy bar or whatever it is, something that has sweet and seven, you you'll notice that maybe like a half an hour later, you're hungry again, because that food really wasn't satisfying to you. And it's triggering off that addictive center, the dopamine center in your brain saying, Oh, we need more. We need more. So you go ahead and you do it. 
But one of the biggest reasons that I want to talk to you about, you know, eating whole food thing is, and that I stress this a lot, is that it reduces systemic inflammation. You see, inflammation is an interesting topic, ladies. You know, <clears throat> at the appropriate times and for short durations, inflammation is a natural response of the body to heal damaged tissue and to defend us against various infections. Okay, so it is good in small amounts when we need it. Okay. So there's a place for it. However, chronic inflammation has a devastating effect on our overall health. Chronic inflammation, as you know, is linked to an enormous number of diseases, including diabetes, obesity, and it can even be linked to cancer, but it's linked to autoimmune diseases. And who do we see autoimmune diseases more in women? We see more women having chronic conditions these days than men, because we've got a lot more processes and things going on in our bodies than men do. So we see a lot more of this stuff. So many of the artificial addictive additives, I'm sorry, that are present in today's food are clinically, ladies, are clinically, hear me, proven to cause an exaggerated inflammatory response in your body. While we may be aware that these uh, these additives are not meant to be consumed on a regular basis, the body inherently realizes the issue right away and responds the only way it knows how to trigger off the inflammatory process. Inflammatory. Sorry, I'm saying that kind of funny. I don't know why, but anyways. So eating whole foods is an effective way to avoid excessive inflammation in your body and spare it from constantly feeling the need to protect itself. Okay, because as you know, autoimmune is just our body's, our own body's immune response jacked up you know, targeting our own body's organs and tissues. That's what it is. So a lot of things, MS, Crohn's, lupus, all of those things, even Hashimoto's thyroid, <clears throat> thyroiditis, those are all, you know, autoimmune type of things. And they happen much more in women. And so you have to learn how to dampen down your immune system and eating a whole food diet or nutrition plan is one of the ways to do it. Okay. And the last thing is this pay the grocery store, not the doctor. Okay. So that's how a lot of people think. So listen, a common and unwarranted complaint of whole food products. And I get this from so many people is that they're almost always come at a steeper price compared to the processed options. So people tell me eating healthy, Michelle is expensive. Okay. So it is somewhat, I find that that because it's somewhat ironic that buying something in its natural form is considered more expensive than other products that have a lot of time being genetically, most of the time being genetically modified before reaching the grocery store. It's funny that GMO products and products that are stuffed with a bunch of garbage that they cost less than foods in their own natural state. It doesn't make sense to me, but anyways, and what is that telling you? If you really sat there and thought about it, it's telling you that you know, they don't want us to be healthy. Why do you think the grocery store is 90% filled with junk stuff? Because they don't want us to be healthy. Okay. And they don't want to, you know, foster health and foster us to be better. That's why they are a little bit more expensive. They make it more expensive. Number one, it doesn't have to be, trust me, it doesn't, but they do because what happens? People say, oh, it's expensive and I, I better buy this, or I'll just go to the cheaper thing. And that's what happens because our brain says we want cheaper or we need cheaper. And yes, I understand that a lot of people are on a budget. That's why I advocate, you know, like for me, when I get paid, I go and I shop and I buy this stuff. The next payday, I go and I buy a few more things. The next payday, I buy a little more. I kind of change it up. But once you get your cupboards stocked with the basics of what you need, 
It's just about filling in here and there. It's not about, you know, spending thousands of dollars every time you go to the grocery store. It's not. A lot of these things you you just purchase the first time and you put them in your cabinet and you're going to use them over and over again as far as spices, as far as, you know, good things, you know, coconut oil or olive oil and those different things like that. You know, yes, you might have to buy fruits and vegetables, <clears throat> you know, on a more regular basis, but there's ways to even cut that down too. So don't, so don't let them fool you with that. Okay. Okay. But I want you to think about this. All right. Looking further ahead than your next grocery store bill is a worthwhile endeavor. Okay. Because given that we have discussed the, the adverse effects of consuming artificially processed food items on a regular basis, like I just talked to you about it. And you know that I talked to you about it time and time again, think about spending more on whole foods as paying now instead of later. Okay. While you certainly can save money up front by purchasing cheaper items at the grocery store, do you really think the reduced price at checkout is worth the enormous medical bills down the road? You know, because eventually eating processed foods on a day-to-day basis is going to catch up with us. It just is. That's a given, you know, and it's scientifically proof. So it's not just, you know, here, Michelle sitting on her high horse telling you these things. It's the truth. Okay. And I'm not saying that you have to go change everything today. You know, I talk about small, simple steps, but I wanted to come on today and I wanted to talk to you, you know, on the cusp of us talking about those 11, you know, top supplements for women, you know, how can you also help yourself by eating a whole food thing so that you don't have to spend so much on supplementation? The more whole foods you eat, ladies, the more of those 11 supplements like calcium you're going to get in it in your diet. Okay. And you're not going to have to pay so much for supplements when you can load them up into your food. And then you just have to bridge the gap with certain things. So instead of maybe like 11 products, you only have to get three because you're getting a lot of them in your food sources. Also, you're going to cut down on the inflammation in your body. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more vigor and vitality when you start eating more foods and you start cleaning out your gut. You're going to have better gut health. You're going to start going to the bathroom more often. Okay. Like every day you should be pooping, not like, Oh, I poop once, twice a week, or I poop, you know, once a week. That's not good. You need to be processing those things and food can give you the prebiotic. So maybe you just then have to buy the probiotic. Okay. So really get your gut in, in health by eating whole foods. This is going to cut down, not on not only on help you if you have an autoimmune, it's going to cut down on the inflammation process so that maybe you don't get it down the road. It's also going to help you balance your hormones. So if you have hormonal imbalances from the least little things like headaches, period cramps, you know, endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, all of these things are going to benefit from eating a whole food thing. So even if you have no health, but health issues, you are going to benefit from eating a whole food diet. You're going to be getting less sugar. Your body is going to become less addictive to those type of things. You're not going to crave that kind of stuff. You're going to crave good food. Okay. You're going to feel full longer and more satisfied. So you're going to lose weight in the process and, or you're going to maintain your weight. And trust me, trust me on this. It is not that expensive to eat healthy. There are many things that you can do to eat healthy Buy in bulk, freeze it, you know, there's many things, dehydrate things, you know, they save on the shelf a lot longer when you do that. So I don't want to hear anymore that eating healthy is expensive because it really isn't. And then I want you to think of that adage that I talked about at the end is the reduced price for all that junk food, you know, and all that processed food that you're buying is, is the price that you save today worth your health down the road. So just think about that. Think about your health down the road. And when we talk about here at Wild Woman Network, when we talk about you being your number one self-care advocate, 
part of that is taking control of your own health and what you can do to control your own health. And you can control what goes on the end of your fork. Definitely you can do that. So there you have it, ladies. I wanted to come at you and talk with you about, you know, five key reasons that you should be eating a whole food diet. So let's recap really fast. Okay. When you eat whole foods, they're full of nutritional benefits, the right kind of nutrients that your body needs. They're significantly less sugar in them. Yes, they do have their own natural sugar, but it's significantly less. You're going to not only put on weight, you're not only, you're going to keep weight off. You're going to feel fuller longer. You're not going to feel as hungry. You're not going to have those emotional swings that you get when you eat a lot of sugar and all that kind of stuff. You're going to be satisfied longer. You're going to have more vitality. You're going to have more energy when you eat whole foods that have less sugar in them. They have way more fiber than all that processed food. And you need fiber as a prebiotic. You need fiber to clean out your gut. You need fiber to help you keep and be regular. Okay. You need fiber to help you fill up and feel fuller longer. That's what that does too. It's going to reduce inflammation in your body, not just now, but in for the future. And reducing inflammation is one of the big key things that is still in our, that's, you know, out there health-wise reducing inflammation because stress, as you know, causes inflammation big time. And we've all just come off of a lot of stress. So it's important that we flood our body with good food that has good nutrients that our cells understand and know to decrease inflammation so that we can be the best that we can be in our businesses and in our life. And then lastly, think about, you know, yes, you might be paying a little bit higher price now, but your health is going to benefit for it much longer. And who doesn't want better health and lower medical bills now and in the future? All right. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that you found something, a good nugget from this that you can take away with it. Please head on over to iTunes. And the reason that we stress iTunes more than any other one is because when you leave a rating and review over on iTunes, it really does boost the show up. And we're really trying to get more visibility with this show. Please hit the share button on your podcast app and share this episode with a girlfriend or anybody that you know. Please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode because that really helps. You know, come on over and leave us a DM on Instagram at out at Well Woman Network. You know, join our Facebook free group at Well Woman Network 360. We just started a spring cleaning kind of challenge over in the group where each week we're going to be focusing on some type of spring cleaning that we're going to be doing to help declutter and not only, you know, our declutter our food pantries, but we're going to declutter our spaces to get healthier too. Always a fun thing. So, you know, if there's a topic that you'd like to hear from the podcast, please leave us, you know, a message any in, in, in any of those places and let us know that you're curious about a different topic and you're more than happy to talk about it. And I hope that you have a richly blessed, blessed week and I will talk to you next week and bye for now. 